Hello everyone, this is Tasha here at Bobin Chat, and today we are covering much darker things. Um, this is going to be kind of a hard one to listen to, maybe, I don't know, I didn't go too deep because I want to do um, an episode with a friend of mine for like as a collaboration between hers is, she has a podcast her podcast is not k-pop um it's actually a true crime podcast and um i just i think some of the things that go on in k-pop the not so great things i think it'd be great for us to collaborate and that's a possibility in the future if you're interested um, but, man, just kind of, kind of, like, um, I guess kind of some of, I don't want to say smaller things, because this isn't really a small thing. Like, none of this is small. This stuff is very large, um, very concerning, and um, we, as our fan base, need to continue to learn more and then go out and, um, oh god, I've lost my train of thought. We need to go out there and we need to stand for our idols. We need to stand up for them because they don't really have a voice. Not really. Like, they have this larger, they... They're, they're held up to such, on such a pedestal that they can't, they can't say, hey, you know, the shit I've been through has been rough. A lot of them can't really say that. Um, there are a few that have talked about it, and, but they're usually ones that have left. And, you know, we've all heard about the lawsuits with individual companies and, um, like, individual members of groups, or just, yeah, you know, but, but I'm going to kind of talk a little bit, just touch on it a little bit, because I think it's important for us all to keep in mind of what's going on. Like, I love K-pop music, I love looking at the idols, and just, you know, just seeing them as people, and understanding that they are, they're quirky, some of them are just the, I don't know, the quirkiest people I've ever seen, like, I, don't, I like quirky, and, you know, a lot of K-pop idols give that to me, and I, because I'm a little quirky, so. You know, um, but let me just shut up for, you know, stop my little, um, going on and on and on, like, you all know that I do, so I am late on, uh, posting my, dang it, I knew I said it was going to be Saturday, but I am definitely, it should be up by tonight, late tonight, <laughs> but it should be up by tonight, if not early, like as soon as I get up in the morning, 
Um, so just so sorry about that. But I've been struggling with a little bit of um, a, a little bit of depression, a little bit of uh, anxiety because I'm going to start school soon, and I'm going like it's. Let me just give you a rough idea of the stress that I am in. I had to appeal to get my grant um, because last time I failed my first fucking um, year in college. Yes. And I had, I personally think, good reason to fail. I had a lot of tragedy going on right then. But what I'm saying is, like, I, I'm trying to get everything going, and I am struggling with the anxiety that goes along with that. I just want to let you guys know just a little piece of why, and I also, you know, right now, I'm kind of busy. I have two kids, so they're here. They're here until break is over. Um, I'm busy, and I love doing this podcast. I'm just going to say that right now. I love talking about K-pop. I love talking about everything to do with K-pop. But the thing is, is that I am, I procrastinate, and I make up stupid excuses. Hopefully this one's not a stupid one, because I feel like I'm pretty valid in this reasoning. So, this is why. So, and, and because of my mindset right now, I haven't been listening to a whole lot of K-pop, so, uh, um, so I, I won't be, men- like, com- commentarying, commentarying, no, that's not a word, uh, co- commenting, oh, there we go, um, on really, like, the music, because I just can't bring myself, I don't even, I don't listened to any music really in the past couple weeks so I think the only time I listen to it is in the car I don't listen to the new stuff in the car because it's just downloaded stuff and here I am going on and on you know six minutes into it and this is where we're at okay so again we're going to touch down on darker stuff and if you feel like this, you don't really want to hear it, I understand, because um, I was pretty, I had a hard time when I first got to K-pop learning about this and watching as um, things unfolded before me. Um, and as I said, I'm not going to go into any of the idols. I might give examples to these things with idols, but I'm not going to talk specifically about them. Because, like I said, I really want to do a collaboration with my best friend about this. It'll probably be like a, I don't know, there's a lot of stuff. Is it like a five-part thing? Yeah, a lot. But, dang, I'm getting so off topic today. Um, like I said, um, so this is, so if you, like I said, if you can't listen to this, that's okay. However, if you are one that you think you can listen to it, and you might have something that you don't like that I say that I mention, um, let me know. We can discuss it. I, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, if you say that I'm wrong about something, then 
bring it to my attention and I will do my re some more research about it and, you know, we can talk about it because I know that many fans are pretty um, protective of it and just, not just their idols, but maybe like just K-pop like as a whole. And I understand that. Oh, man, I understand that so well. I was very... I'm a very... Only want to see the good side of something that I like. And it's very hard for me to see bad things. But it's... Sorry. Um, my kids are arguing. My, my daughter is doing my son's makeup. So... Because he lost the bet. So... Anywho, so I'm going to get into this. I'm going to stop jabbering about whatever, and we are going to talk about basically the dark side of K-pop. The other side of the coin, you could say, I guess. Um, um, let's start with Oh, this is this might be controversial. Oh god, I can't talk today. Um, but it we'll start with slave contracts. So in these contracts, um, they have strict clauses regarding behavior, and um, like the, a lot of them have no dating clauses. Uh, you have to get plastic surgery. And they're, they're very long contracts. They're between 7 to 13 years. And uh, contracts, like the money part of it, are divided between idols, management, and labels. And the idol only ever receives around 10 to 20% of their earnings. And, you know... You have to consider that there are bands, like, look at NCT. How is that, how is that contract ever going to make them any sort of money? Like, if they are, as a whole, NCT, in their contract, they have to share, they're not going to make any money. Maybe it's NCT 127, but I highly doubt it. It's, it's, uh, honestly... It's a bit concerning, considering that. That's why these idols leave and they just, they don't have any money. They don't have money. Anyways, uh, moving on. Um, yeah. Their earnings are insignificant. Many idols find themselves with crippling debt in their 20s if they don't make commercial success. And these contracts dictate that the agency fronts living, training, and performing costs. So when they start, they are already in, in the negative numbers. So, you know, if you're an idol for, I don't know, five years, let's say, and you don't make it, 
You have to pay everything back for those five years. Could, could you imagine? I don't know what the, I don't know. I'm guessing that the trainee stuff, maybe that is. And if that's included in your contract, like if you make it, like if you move from trainee to an idol and you have to pay for your training, that's even more because a lot of times trainees live in dorms. The amount of money that piles up and you have, and also the, the people, people, yeah, the people, but these kids, they're, they're kids, they're teenagers, early, you know, some of them are early 20s, but most of them are teenagers when they're, when they're starting out, they're teenagers. Some of them, like, I didn't believe, but D-Dragon started out when he was eight or nine years old. That's insane. He didn't have a childhood. He was probably just training and training and training and training. Training and performing costs, and uh, if, yeah, like I said, if their sales are too low, the idols are forced to pay back everything that they owe, which is, I think is ridiculous, but I don't know. Um, idols are recruited between the ages of 10 to 13. Trainees are encouraged to shed um, dangerous amounts, like, of weight, if they're said to be too big, you know, they have to shed the pounds really fast, and they have to do it, and they're, these, they're kids, they're kids, and they're told, well, you're, you're too fat, you have to lose weight in two weeks, they fast, they go on these ridiculous fad diets, and many idols end up with eating disorders due to pressure. In many idol contracts, there are precludes that state that the idol must undergo plastic surgery, like I said, and, but over there in Korea, plastic surgery is very widespread. And there is around 25 to 50% of the population that get plastic surgery. And that's just, that's just the women, sorry, population of women um, that get it. Idols can't do much dating. That's, that's always been in the news. We've always known that, which kind of sucks, but when do they really have time to date with their schedules? Um, and they often have every aspect of their private and public lives monitored and approved by managers. There are also crazed fans that follow them everywhere. That, you know, they, they the, the, those, no, those ones are the Hossang fans. Everyone knows about those. 
Supreme fans um, have been have gotten have gotten more uh, backlash and more hate, and there's even been idols that have like literally yelled at them. And the media, I've seen a couple. Um, I think it was Too Cool. One of them was Too Cool, and there's another one that yelled at Sasha Gian. Just they just don't leave them alone. They follow them everywhere, home, to the company, to to hang out with friends, to the parents' house, to this, to that, shopping. Just they're. It's sad. I get it. I get it. I love. I love my idols, but you can bet that I don't have the time, nor the stamina to constantly just be following just to watch them and just talk about them all day long. Okay, I got other things I'm into. These people are borderline psychotic. You're a Sonic Space fan, you're listening to this. You're psychotic. Um And then there's the anti-fans that spend literally days on end just ruining the lives and reputations of these idols. And there have been reported cases of anti-fans poisoning idols. And I remember this actually. This this is like when I first got into K-pop and the first thing that I heard about this happening came about. I can't remember who it was, but I remember it. And I was like, okay, how can you hate someone that much that you've never even met? And I personally think that it is jealousy and um, just, I think these people, so many of them, like the Sasuke fans, I'm probably saying that wrong, it's fine. Um, um, but the Sasuke fans and the anti, they, I guess, they probably, I'm, me personally, I'm very into psychology, and I want to know this, that, and the other about how the brain works, especially in people that do crazy things and, you know, are crazy and how their brain works, but I think that they're, like, some sort of, they're, they're like, a, they're just, they're psycho, they maybe have some sort of personality disorder I mean what else what other reason could you have to try to poison someone that you've never met you know like attempted murder they attempted to kill someone because they're probably jealous of them and I guess like uh, there's tons of serial killers that have probably done the same thing for probably similar reasons. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I just don't. Another thing, um, just, just why, why? Why not just let them live their lives? I just don't understand people, like, having to be in celebrities' face 24-7, and, or, or the people that hate them so much, but are still the same thing in their face constantly talking about them constantly spreading hate about them starting rumors starting this starting that about things it, it's just 
or have, I don't understand people like that. Because, you know, it, it, this isn't high school, but it kind of sounds like high school. You know, in high school where, like, these unpopular kids would be like, oh, well. Or even, like, popular kids that would, like, spread rumors and be like, hey, you know, like, cheerleader number one did this. And cause, all because she didn't get to be a cheerleader. You know, like, get out of here. Get out of here. Goodbye. If, I don't know. People like that just annoy me. Ruining lives. That's what really pisses me off. Is that I don't care if you talk shit. But I wish people wouldn't, like, if you say, I don't like them. Okay, done. But the moment you get on their social media and you just continually say, you're fat, you're ugly, you're disgusting, you're, you're stupid, you're this, you're that, you're to their faces. Well, not to their faces, it's girls occasionally, but I meant, like, to, like, not just, like, on a forum, not just, like, on a, a music video, not just on maybe, it, I don't know. Don't. Why do that? Why do that? They read that. So many K-pop fans, like, or their managers, they go on there and read it. And this is why, one of the, well, not why, I just told you, like, the pressure of being an idol the fact that you can't control your own life but um the, the the fact that they don't get to control their own life i read somewhere now you have to understand that um, this may not be the reason for every single suicide but Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me again. I, uh, although the, the air went down my wrong, or I don't know, maybe saliva went down my wrong tube. I don't know. Anyways, um, I read, and now, as I was saying, don't think that this is the reason that everyone commits suicide. But I read that suicide is a way for people to take back control of their lives. And I have to, I, I kind of, I, I get that. That makes so much sense because these are the people that commit suicide. They don't know what to do. Their lives have, have turned into such an insane, like, just, turmoil and it's sadness and like things are going on that they just don't they can't have any sort of control of so I think that's why because these idols don't have control they have they can't they can't just go on a date they can't just they can't just go out to their friend's house they can't just go see their parents they have no control and thankfully, now, like, the older idols that aren't brand new into the company, they get some leeway. They, I've noticed that. Like, if you look at Super Junior, like, um, Shin Dong is married. And, you know, he still just pretty much does whatever he wants. Pretty much. But 
That's because they have um, paid back everything. There's no need. And the company just kind of forgets they're there. I hate to say that, but they do. And, uh, yeah, so I feel horrible for these younger, these younger idols, the idols, the, the groups, whatever. They have no control. They're told what to do. Some of them aren't even allowed to have phones, which I've heard that's kind of changed, but I remember back when I first started getting K-pop in um, about 2008 or 9-ish era, somewhere around in there, um, <coughs> they wouldn't let them have a phone. They, they The manager had the phone. They couldn't have a phone until they made so-and-so amounts. And, uh, we we have to be very gentle with um, how we talk to other people. I've said that before. But, you know, when you are cuffed by following your dreams and you ha but you can't really because you are tied to this contract, you, you can't. You can't, uh, you can't record a song without them saying so. Just you. Just me. You. No, I meant they can't. We, you guys get it. Anyways, they can't, they have to go to the company and say, hey, I wrote this song. Can we record it? And then the company has to look it over and then okay it. And it's same thing with when they do the producing, when they, it's, and they can't just wear whatever they want on stage either. Their outfits are planned out beforehand, and sometimes they're planned out when they go out. I, I don't, it's, I, it makes me angry. And this is why, like, we hear about our idols smoking pot and then them getting caught and it's like they don't have this is their only rebellion and then we hear about idols taking control of their life in a way that ends it they're so sick of being under pressure under scrutiny Having people tell them what to do, where to go, how long they can be there, how this, that, and the other, and they take their own lives. There, there's a certain point in our lives where we need to, in our lives, yeah, I don't know, yeah, why not? Where we, uh, when we look at ourselves in the mirror and are we, are we good? Are we where we want to be? And I think these idols that have taken their lives, now obviously I'm not them, I don't know, I've never met them, never talked to them, but this is my 
how I see it. Just how I see it. These idols looked in the mirror and they said, I've done everything. But I don't have a family. I have my fam my family. Maybe they don't have a boyfriend. Maybe they don't have a girlfriend. They don't have wives or husbands. They don't have children. And they don't know when they're ever going to see that. And then they have these songs that they will never be able to record. And then they have these friends that they never get to see. And maybe they, they love music, but maybe they want to do something else, but they can't because they're too busy because, I don't know, maybe they're BTS and they have a world, they have to go around the world, so they don't have time. And they can't just say, hey, I want to quit, not like quit music, but I want to quit and take a break and, I don't know, go to college, uh, go around the world, visit places I haven't been, you know, like maybe that's what they think to themselves. And then they look and they say, I can't do any of that. And it, it saddens them and it depresses them and they keep just hurting. And so that's why they do it. That's why it's important that we as fans continue to ask, beg, demand that our idols be allowed to get the help they need. They need, they might need medication, they might need therapy, they might need a friend. I think that we need to demand them to be treated in a humane way. That's, I think I, did I say everything that I wanted to say? We're going to check my notes. Oh god, okay, I did not say everything I needed. This one's gonna be a long one, y'all. Okay, because this is where I start to go, like, I already gave you my spiel and how I feel about all of it. But here we go. There are, unfortunately, there are cases of female idols providing sexual favors for job opportunities. And... They call this sponsorship. Um, one report claims that 6 out of 10 female entertainers are subjected to this. There have even been a scandal affiliated with a popular male idol. So, this the one that they're talking about, this popular male idol... I'm pretty sure now, I'm not going to say I'm 100% sure, but I am pretty sure that they are talking about, I'm going to probably say his name wrong, because I've like argued with people online of how to say his name, and I've also argued with friends that are into K-pop about how to say his name, so, argue with me guys. Anyways, <laughs> Hungry from Big Bang, as you all know, he quit entertainment because he got into this. That was huge news. That was. Now I'm gonna say something little that y'all can just hate me for. I fucking hated him for 
a while. For a while. He was starting to get a little too narcissistic for me. Um, I like, I like guys that, like, know they're great. And know they're amazing. That's fine. That's fine. I don't care about that. But he gave off such... Uh, he's sketchy. He's sketchy. There for a while, like, there, after a while, like, he was just sketchy. I used to think when I first got into Big Day, I was like, oh, he's so cute. He's from Acme. He's so cute. And then I was like, oh, he's so, you know, he's so happy. He's grown up. And then I was like, oh. And he just, he rubbed me the wrong way. Um, I love all the other members, though. Um, four out of five is great. Um, but, yeah. That's one, I'm not going to go too much into it, but that's one of the ones that I really want to dig into and really just pick apart. And, uh, um, pick apart and, yeah, with children are knocking, but, like, pick apart, and then there's one where, who are also forcing idols, male and female, there's different, different, uh, completely different agencies, I believe it was Open World Entertainment, and they were forcing male and female idols to have sex because they don't they don't in in the companies in their contracts these people wanted they had such control over these young idols that they could just do whatever the hell they wanted to and you know these male idols i believe they also got in trouble but uh I, I think it was like what they could have said no, which is, which I'm like they should have been um, prosecuted, but I think that the courts also just gave them a very lenient um, sentencing, which I agree with because they couldn't really say no. They could say no, but they couldn't really. I think that the company people said you can either do it. Or get the fuck out. Now, if you're trying to follow your dreams, you're like, you, you do what it said because in these contracts, that's what you do. Now, I'm not saying that he, that these male idols were right to do, to rape these female idols. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying. They were young, and they went. They probably went to this entertainment agency, and they thought they were going to get taken care of. They thought that they were going to be famous, but that's not how it works. And I think for a lot of idols, it's it's how it goes. Maybe not to the extent of being sent to jail. But they they don't get
get exactly what they thought they were going to get. So, it, it's sad, but as we see things, and as we continue to arm ourselves with the knowledge of what's going on, and we continue to hold these companies responsible for what they are doing, and we continue to fight for our idols that maybe they can't even fight for themselves. Maybe they just, they don't have the courage, they don't have the means. We do. We, we can. So I encourage all of you to keep that in mind. Uh, everything that I said today, I know it's kind of hard to listen to. I know that I went from one thing to the other, and I'm sorry about that, but this, this really gets to me, and I try to make it as informative as possible, and I know that I didn't give you guys a whole lot of information, but there is so, there's so many parts to this, there are so many claims, there are so many scandals, there are so, it's, there are so many lawsuits, and, uh, just to name a few lawsuits, I mean, we've, um, DBSK, you know, with uh, all that and the three members left, there, um, there's been a couple other ones, uh, I believe Kara, some of the members of Kara, yeah, I think I read that when I was researching for another, another episode, and, um, there's so many, and, um, what I like to see, for instance, is, I don't know if you guys know, Kevin from You Kiss, he is, I think he, he, I don't know if he goes by just Kevin or, like, Kevin Wu, but he's been on, um, I believe the Dive Studios with Eric Nam, I think, and then he's been on, oh, he's been on, um, oh gosh, I don't, I, can't, I don't know how to say his name. His name is Edward. He's a um, Filipino YouTuber that lives in Korea. And he um, did Kevin's makeup on there. He's just, he's a lot of fun. So, um, you should check that out to see Kevin and listen to his songs. Because he gets to do the things that he really wants to do. He gets to write his own songs. He's actually a believe he's still in Japan working on music over there and from what I've heard he he's doing great he gets he writes most of the songs and and I don't think he has too much I think like I'm sure there he probably has a contract but um, a lot of idols like I believe like CL and Amber, I don't know if she, I know she has some stuff going on in, um, America, but I don't know if she has anything. Anyways, but these, I think these idols, especially American idols, they, um, they know how to find their excuse, and oh, but there's also, like, the Chinese, like, idols, they go and they just 
I don't know why, but there's a lot of bad treatment in the, like, agencies against the Chinese members, and I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why they, they hate them so much. Maybe, like, for Americans, they're not treated as bad because, you know, we're fucking Americans, we'll be like, bitch, I'll cut you. No. <laughs> no, that's probably not it. I don't know why they do that. Like, I don't know. But that's another thing that we really need to keep an eye on and make sure that we are um, protesting and, you know, finding information on and knowing what's going on. Because we're fans, but I feel that we're also kind of like the people who hurt. I don't, I don't know if this is the right wording. I hope you guys understand. We're like people that, we're kind of like the protectors. Like we will go to arms for our fucking idols. When I know if there's some shit going on, then I, I've seen it where different fandoms will come together and we will be like, really now? You really gonna do that? And I think us being strong against any agencies and us standing together, whatever fandom you're in, is together. And it sounds stupid, but I really think that we can help our idols and we can get laws made for where these slave contracts, we could get petitions and other things where it's no longer like this. Where they get to have lives, but they also get to follow their dreams. And it's important. And I've said that a couple times in here, and I keep repeating myself. But I want you to know that you may think, when you're listening, you're like, oh, whatever, we can't do anything. We can, even if you live, even with the pandemic. Even, this is why we have phones. This is why we have the internet. It's because we can do something. We can. We are more powerful. Because I think we are the ones that are buying the merchandise. We are the ones going to the concerts. We are the ones paying these companies to abuse our idols. That sounded, that's not what I meant. But we're the ones that fund them. That's not what I meant. But you know what I mean, right? Don't hate me, that's not what I meant. We are the ones that fund them. We give them money. And I want us to be able to fight because I want our money to go to our idols. I want them to be able to give their parents homes. Like, because not all idols are rich. Some of them, um, I'm not going to say they're other, they're the, some of them are poor. But they can give things to their parents and they can, you know, because... I, I've seen a lot of idols that are just happy. Like, there's idols that have bought their parents' cars and they finally be able to afford it. It's insane. And I watch all of these, these idols that have come out of these companies and they're able to do so much. Maybe they don't have the, the most money, but their music sounds better. They look happier. Like, look 
about what Hay Park did. Like, can you look at that? And then he started his own. And as far as I know, I don't think he does the whole save contract thing. I'm not going to say he doesn't, though, but I doubt it. I just really stop here because of listening to me rant and rave and I just want you guys to understand that we can love K-pop and our idols without loving the agencies and the bullshit that they're put through. Um so I want you guys to remember that, and hopefully you listen to all of my ranting and raving, and I hope you guys have a wonderful Saturday, and, and I hope you guys listen to K-pop because it makes you feel good. Alright guys, I love you so much, have a wonderful day, bye!